It's time for the August 12, 2016 edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, an askew view of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And that's Mahler, the dog Ooh. of the future. Listen to that guy go. <laughs> Listen to him go. Yeah. What he a good is, boy he, he is. is. Something. Uh-huh. <laughs> good boy, Mahler. Keep it barking. <laughs> Chases. Yeah, he's got some squirrels up there. Well, up a tree. Up a tree. It's like, it's like, it's like, yes, yes. <laughs> Good boy. It's like, it's like Christmas in July when he corners a squirrel uh-huh. up a tree. I know. He, yeah, he's when you're guy. a bad dog, every day is Christmas. <laughs> That's right, Molly. Right, so here we go. Oh, no. Got him riled up. <laughs> today, we'll be talk- today we'll be talking about a son of a whore, a lick of honey. What? Second Amendment people, Kissinger, French fries, and more. I hope that's, so. That's a lot of stuff. Because that would only last maybe three or four <laughs> minutes if that's all we're going to talk I'm already done with it. <laughs> but first, Exhausted. a group of monkeys in Kuala Lumpur overpowered a postman and stole confidential documents from his mailbag. <laughs> Police are on the lookout for these monkeys. Uh-huh. That is true. The, in Kuala Lumpur, they're trying yeah. to find these yeah. monkeys. Yeah. At first, they thought they were top secret documents. And it's true, because they were in like a military base and okay. they thought they were giving away coordinates or I don't know what was going on. But apparently, it was just mail. But the monkeys wanted it anyway. Yeah. What gets into those monkeys? Uh, mail fraud, apparently. They, <coughs> they thought they could make some, yeah. maybe they thought there were some social security checks in there. Yeah. yeah. A conspiracy it's of monkeys. A conspiracy of monkeys. Rapidly melting ice sheets in Greenland might unearth hazardous radioactive waste stored at a secret Cold War era U.S. military base. I saw this story. So they dug these big tunnels deep in the ground at this place called Camp Century. And Camp they, Century. And I'm sure they assumed that there's no way in the yeah. world we ever have to worry about this. And this is in northern Greenland. Right. In the right. 1960s. Right. Yeah. Uh, they said, yeah, no, no problem here. Uh, It'll be safe forever. Forever. But global warming may now expose this waste as soon as the end of the century. It's a ways off, but still, you say it's a ways off. Next thing you know, you're an old man, you're going to die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that, now they have to deal with it. That's the end thing. And radioactive waste is usually, correct me if I'm wrong, lasts several hundred thousand years. Yeah, that's the deal. Yeah, so it's not like, oh, well, don't worry about it. It'll be... They don't pop up there it, and it'll evaporate uh, or something. Not only will it, uh, you know, be tough on the environment and anybody who happens to swallow any of it, yeah. but it could undermine the goodwill between the U.S. and Greenland, yeah. which allows the U.S. Main, to maintain one U.S. base there right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ice in Greenland. You know, that was a PR move, yeah. just like Orange County. Right. They called it Greenland because they wanted people to come visit. Yeah. They called it Iceland Iceland because they didn't. Because <laughs> they didn't. But and, but, and because of Bjork. Yeah, in New York. Yeah, because she's an icy girl. Well, she's anyway, yeah. um, in the future, when all this ice melts off, there, there's going to be potential to build more bases there to blow up more people. And it is a very strategic place, it's, Greenland. It's a great spot if you yeah. want an Air Force. Yeah. Really. You can get to Europe in like 10 minutes. You can get to North America in 20 minutes. I mean, well, and you can get to the Soviet in Union. In Russia in about yeah. 30 minutes. I mean, it's really a great spot to be. Yeah. If you want to kill a lot of people. More than 60% of coral reefs in the Maldives have been bleached, turning the coral white and putting it at risk of dying if this goddamn global warming doesn't stop. 
The reefs are just getting getting slaughtered right now yeah. all over the world. Yeah, and there's no sign that it is going to stop. They they there was some I thought we had a story not too long ago about how they were they had been able to essentially uh resurrect a particular reef in Australia, but I don't I mean it was sort of an experimental thing. I'm yeah. not sure if it's I'm not sure if it's transferable to the rest of the world, but well, it's one uh, reef. Yeah, it's one. And reef. and as soon as it gets hot again, it's going to destroy the reef. Right. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the problem. Uh, the warm ocean temperatures and a strong El Nino have led to the bleaching of reefs worldwide. And reefs have been referred to as the lungs of the ocean. Yeah. That they are the thing that sort of filters and takes care, or maybe the liver. The liver. Uh, the, the lungs of the. the I think they call it the lungs of the, the ocean lungs of because the ocean. Yeah, if yeah. you have enough reefers, you <laughs> inhale them into your lungs. I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's right. That was bad. No, that was that pretty was, bad. That was, yeah, that was, I like it. Reef. I was like, what do you think, Mahler? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't think you much know what I, he's still got that squirrel corner so i don't really think he cares what you're saying in brazil the senators voted 59 to 21 to proceed with the impeachment of president dilma Rousseff on charges of breaking budget laws oh uh, lawmakers voted to sp <laughs> suspend her in may in a coup by her right-wing opponents, and it was. Right. Everybody there is has a degree of corruption. Hers was actually a little bit less than yeah. some of the people who were claiming that she was corrupt. Exactly. Yeah, it's a crazy place. And all this is going on as the Olympics continue in Brazil, where in competition between extreme poverty, drug gangs, and security forces, Brazil took the gold. <laughs> they're, yeah. they, they're gold, silver, and bronze. Yeah, yeah they, they got were, it they, off. They cleaned up. Have you seen? Have you? I haven't watched very much, honestly. I watched some of the women cycling, where I saw that woman, what I, who I thought died, she fell off the bike onto this kind of curb thing, yeah, and she was limp for like a couple of minutes later. The, another group of them went by, and she was still draped over this thing. I thought she was dead. Turns out, she only probably cracked her skull open, and she's in was a, she unconscious? She was literally unconscious. Wow, I, it's too long a story to tell, but she ended up in intensive care. Wow, vertebrae injuries. Major concussion. Oh, yeah. So it was. It was. Crazy. This is what you tell me. No, she was winning the race. She was the, winning. This okay. Thing. Yeah. The, so right. it was really kind of an exciting part of the race. Only a few miles to go. Was and this a trial or or a, for the actually gold, the gold? The, and, huh? and it was oh. raining. She was coming down a steep hill. Oh, Her boy. back tire slipped, and she went right into this cement curb thing. And anyway, uh, my point is, is there's hardly anyone there. You look into the stands. When you're driving your yes, bike down a hill. When you're riding your bike 60 yeah. miles an hour down a hill, be yeah. safe. Be safe. This is a lesson. But um, but anyway, there's no one there in the stands. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of spooky. Well, I, mean, I, I mean, the the uh, the Belarus-Turkish women's basketball team game was hardly anyone there. And I don't know why, because I love Turkish women's basketball. But anyway, oh, I'm sorry. Please. That's, that's uh, a, not a nice thing to say. I they hijacked might, the show. I, I pardon no, me. I no, have no, no idea that, what that, their basketball team's like. Uh, they got a lot of trouble going on in their country. They sure do. Philippines President Rodrigo Duterte made a homophobic slur against the U.S. Ambassador Philip Greenberg, Goldberg. This is in the Philippines, calling him a gay ambassador and a son of a whore. <laughs> wow. That seems harsh. Didn't they know he was just being sarcastic? <laughs> Maybe. He was just, he's such a kidder. Yeah. He's like the Don Rickles of, of despotic uh, presidents <laughs> around the world. Yeah. Whoa! Oh, my God. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, yeah Mahler. Yeah. That's real cute. Speaking of sons of horrors, it must be time for weekly signals and news from bombing countries. In Pakistan, mm. lawyers started a three-day nationwide strike to mourn the deaths of dozens of, of their colleagues in a suicide bomb attack outside a hospital in Quetta. Yeah. That was too bad. That was horrible. Yeah. That was one of Come the on, worst bombings. Yeah. yeah. That is really one of yeah. the worst bombings I've ever heard. At least 74 people were killed and 120 more were wounded. The suicide bomber struck the hospital as lawyers and journalists gathered to mourn the assassination of prominent lawyer Bilal Qasi. And they were just bringing his body in and boom. Yeah. You know, there it goes. And, it was a, and a lot of attorneys were killed in this attack. Yeah. And, it, and it's not as if... That almost begs a joke. But you can't, well, you can't do no, it. No, not no. that kind no. of joke, no. But, it, but this is a country that's desperately in need of some civil justice. And to have that many lawyers killed can't be a good thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I know not trying to make fun you're going, of yeah, this I know where catastrophe. You're going. Yeah, right, Nevertheless, right. there's been a lot if, of jokes that if, have if actually this, made if, fun of a catastrophe. If this was the About er, lawyers. early 1990s, we could have made a lawyer's joke. Yeah. But we can't do that now. No, we wouldn't have done it then. No, I don't think yeah. so. Maybe. I think we are right now, actually. We kind of are. We're sort of veering into that <laughs> This territory. is awful. At least eight people were killed in two separate bomb attacks in southern Turkey. Officials blamed the Kurdistan Workers' Party, the PKK. Did they have a team at the Olympics? Oh, that yeah. would have been something, huh? That would have been you something. You have these different terrorist groups with, like, competition. No. ISIS is in there. Yeah, ISIS is in there. Wow. Turkish authorities wow. arrested at least yeah. 17 people in raids in Istanbul. They say the raids are targeting suspected terrorists, but media reports say the headquarters of the leftist pro-Kurdish People's Democratic Party was also raided by police. So they're using it as an excuse. Yes, That's they what's are. going on. Yes, it's, they, they, they have a, a right or, a, you know, they should be looking into this matter, but they're using it to look into other matters. And yeah. Who doesn't do that? There are certain tri ethnicities in the Middle East that seem to not get any love. And I would say the Palestinians and the Kurds seem to just... Yeah have been maligned beyond any rationale. I mean, they don't seem to be able to find a place to go. They're barely, they're barely welcome in Iraq. They're not welcome in Turkey. The Palestinians aren't welcome where they came from, basically. And, you or, or you don't even really hear of any uh, Kurdish, um, you know, pro-Kurdish groups. Mm -hmm. I don't know of any. Uh, well, there's the, in Turkey, there's the, the PKK. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, they're just kind of to be. They they call them usually terrorists. over here in the states. Right, you, know, you have yeah. some sort yes. of right, right, like Armenian when contingent. Right, that's or, all you right. know when, going on about themselves. Yeah. And well, when Nelson Mandela was in jail, there were people here in the United States advocating yeah. on the behalf of. But, but no, you don't hear about that no. for Kurds. No. In Yemen, more than 20 people were killed by U.S.-backed Saudi-led airstrikes following the collapse of U.N.-sponsored peace talks. That's kind of not good. No. Health ministry officials say at least 10 civilians were killed in the capital, Sana'a, with backing by the U.S. This is a hospital or something, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Saudi Arabia has been bombing Yemen for over a year. That's with backing from us. There a lot of backing. And they kill a whole bunch of civilians in the meantime yeah. while they're taking this stuff from us. Yeah. You know, the bombs and the tanks and everything else. In Syria, the United Nations is warning of a dire humanitarian crisis as increasing fighting in Aleppo has left over 2 million people without water or electricity. Oh, and I forgot to mention Saudi Arabia. 
Yeah, we the just, Pentagon. We just sold them a bunch of stuff. Yeah, a billion dollars. Billion uh, dollars we, we've arms. okayed it. Yeah. It's not absolutely in stone yet, but a billion dollars in uh, weapons deal to Saudi Arabia right. after they've been um, and, and being this, bad boys with the money. Right, and the sad fact, we, we sell a lot more than that. We've sold a lot more than that to the Saudis over oh, yeah. the last couple of years. And it's not like we're the only country they're buying stuff from either. I mean, we say a billion dollars is, is way too much for a country that's not that populous. There's not that many people in it. Yeah. It's just strategically extremely important to us. Yeah. That's all. It's the only yeah. reason. We don't care how many people they kill. And by the way, if you want to survive a war, join the army. If you, if, if Otherwise, civilians, this is the whole point of war now, is to destroy as many, kill as many civilians as you possibly can and undermine the ability of your enemy to even wage, even survive in a civil society. Huh? I know that was a long ways to go. I really, but it just... You're talking about civilian deaths. That's where most of the deaths are now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just sloppy warfare. And that's and, and, and I think the targets are near civilians now, too. That's another problem. Yes. In Ethiopia, human rights groups say nearly 100 people were killed after government forces opened fire on protesters. Hundreds of thousands of people attended nationwide protests denouncing the government for committing human rights abuses and for suppressing the ethnic Oromo community. Uh, they've been there's been a lot of protests there over the last two years or so. And it initially started with uh, a plan by the government to uh, lease a forest to private developers. That's where the Oromo community comes in. Where is this again? I'm sorry. In Ethiopia. Oh, Ethiopia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be like, you know, yeah. leasing the San Juan Hills to, to put a toll road in or something. Right, right. Yeah. We wouldn't do that here. No, no, no. In India, human rights activist from uh, Aram Sharmila mm. has ended the world's longest hunger strike. Sharmila, Sharmila mm -hmm. began her strike 16 years ago. 16 years ago. 1-6. Uh -huh. Hunger strike. Wow. After 10 people were reportedly killed by a government paramilitary group in her home state, state of Manipur. Wow. She broke her strike with a lick of honey. She had you some honey. She must have had like some of those, uh, you know, protein bars. Yeah, protein. No, well, no, no, a drink. You know. Yeah, she had you know, to. Have. Like, what are they called? Jamba. Yeah, Jamba juice. Yeah. she must have had a Jamba juice. <laughs> she probably has a contract with Jamba juice. You cannot go. No, 16 she wasn't years just eating a, air. Yeah. No, no. I mean, she had something going on there, but she had a lick of honey. You can call it whatever you want—a symbolic hunger strike. Yeah. I mean, whatever. She was hungry for sixteen years. She was hungry for sixteen <laughs> years. So I mean. Not to just you know, downplay that, but that's yeah. that's remarkable. So she broke her, her hunger she, Yeah, she had a little a bit of honey there of and honey. will now run to be the chief minister of Manipur. Mm -hmm. Honey's good. Yeah, honey is good. Okay. We've got some Silverado Canyon sage on tap here at uh, UCI if you want to try some. Oh, well, yeah, I would yeah. like to try. Oh, you mean the honey? The honey, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> I mean, it's a whole other world when you start talking about, you know, You know, what life. a better way to start a campaign. Yeah. You have 16 years of a hunger strike. Yeah. You have some honey. And you, and you run for president. And they do an endorsement deal with, yeah. with some. That That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, you you got name product, recognition. Talk about product placement. Yeah. My God. I mean, this woman's been on yeah, hunger say. strike for 16 yeah. years. So, yeah. yeah. What's the yeah. first thing she wants to eat? No honey for you, Your Marla. honey. I mean, that's. No. You can't buy that no. kind of publicity. A new 15-year-old. 15-year study mm. found that women who had their tonsils or appendix removed when they were young are more likely to get pregnant. Really? Yeah. And they do it earlier in life, too. Yes. 
<laughs> what do you mean? You? Well, I had my tonsils removed when I was seven. And you were pregnant, what, when you were 12? Until 12, 13, I was. <laughs> Jeez. That's not a laughing matter, Mike. The reasons behind the link are not fully under understood, especially in your case. Pregnancies were even higher among people missing tonsils and appendix. Women who had both of those out yeah. were... So really I'm adding that pregnant. to I'm adding that to my Match.com profile. <laughs> the startup company Ambrosia. When did you have your Ambrosia? Ambrosia. Even Mahler is trying to get you under control here. Ambrosia announced plans to start clinical trials where old people seeking rejuvenation would receive blood transfusions for young people between the ages of 60 and 25. Mm. It's been going on for a long time. It's not like this is a new idea. Yeah. You have a lot of, lot of uh, emperors and such. I think mm. uh, even Leonardo da Vinci at one time wanted to get some blood, yeah. young blood. Yes. Brugia recently conducted a trial entitled Young Donoplasma Transfusion and Age-Related Biomarkers, where blood from the under-25s was injected into the over-35s. Each bloodsucker was required to pay $8,000. Okay. Yeah. Well, now, I know this is kind of urban myth, probably, yeah. but supposedly Keith Richards has been getting transfusion since he was... Really? This is the the legend. I, I don't okay. But anyway, it's not it's not a new idea. You're exactly right. Yeah. The, the idea is young blood. You're listening to KUCI uh -oh. 88.9 FM Irvine, California. Visit us on facebook.com at KUCI 88.9 on our Tumblr blog at KUCIradio.tumblr.tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Uh, you said it. Tumblr.com. Well, I know I said something. I wasn't sure. Oh, I, I understood it. Yeah, KUCI Radio at Tumblr. Yeah. And on uh, Twitter at KUCI FM. Yeah. And now it's time for... Oh, yeah. I know what that is. Drones in the news. Yeah. yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Rolla. Brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club and people like you. Yeah. The Obama administration disclosed its rules and procedures for killing people outside war zones, including with drones. Mm -hmm. They said they, they let you know how they do it. The newly declassified document shows that if the top lawyers and leaders of the departments and agencies on the National Security Council agree that killing is lawful and appropriate. And, you know, I mean, that's got to happen all the time. How? So how, what would be an, what, an okay. inappropriate killing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Pentagon or the CIA could proceed. Okay, let's kill this guy. Sounds and good. I'm, I'm sure that I'm going to guess that like Daniel Ellsberg isn't one of the attorneys that they're asking. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have <laughs> lined up these guys that are pretty much. Well, they got to think that killing is okay. Otherwise, yeah. they don't get on the jury. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If they disagree or if the person to be targeted is an American citizen, the president decides. He makes the final call. President Obama issued the 18 playbook, the 18 page, 1800, that's more than that. I just, I erased something there. Oh, it was a lot of pages in this that's playbook. That's a lot, whatever it is. In May of 2013, and it was classified then, although the administration publicly said it tightened standards for strikes, including requirements that target, the tar targets must pose a threat to Americans and the uh, near certainty there would be no civilian deaths. Well... Well, that, and what was that? How they even figured near certainty? Right, and I, and again, I don't. This is way too long of a discussion, but it is is that okay? So, eight years ago, when we started droning people, whatever it was, yeah. eight ten years ago, yeah. it was relatively speaking imprecise. 
and they kept denying that it wasn't, but it was. So it's is not it so it, much that it's imprecise? They got the target, they hit the target. Yeah. But they might not have the right target. Right. Or or somebody else is walking through the area, or or you park your car outside of Osama bin Laden's place just because you're delivering a package. Or right. God knows what. Yeah. No, I know. I I mean, I does. I was just gonna say, does that alter the argument that now they can, you know, where they used to hit a target that was fifty yards in in diameter, now they can get it down to ten yards and and more precisely kill the the intended target, even if it's not the right one. Does that somehow make it more acceptable? Because in my mind, it's still an illegal. In my mind, droning somebody from across the world is fraught with legal issues, and I I, I it could, it's very likely that it's against international law but we don't care and nobody's going to take us to the international court what are you a lawyer i'm just saying how is it well let's it's too long i just i i I don't know if that's an argument to make now they're more precise and now they have a more strict criteria therefore don't worry about it i don't know that 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 doesn't satisfy me so well, I'm glad the information's out there. Yeah, I'm glad we too. know the procedure that's going on. And I, and I do believe there's probably, if you're going to have war and you're going to do this stuff, this might be more efficient than I, just bombing a country to try and find one person. And that's the, that's the strongest argument in favor of it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. A reckless drone operator. Mm-hmm. That sounds like somebody you don't need to run into. Oh. You're out there at UCI well, in the quad. Some guy is a reckless drone operator. Yeah. What's he going to do? You know, what's going on? Well, have you seen Mahler out in the field, out on the baseball field with yeah. the drone? Yeah. That's reckless. He's crazy. Yeah. Those whole, that whole thumb thing. And he just, he's he really. He can't do it. He can't, but he does anyway. <laughs> I mean, I just There's don't no understand. possible way you can do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he thinks he can. Yeah. Well, he's got his own club. He's got all those other people. Thumbless. Thumbless. <laughs> thumbless. Drone operators. Thumbless. Entities out there trying to fly drones. It's just not. Uh, this reckless drone operator is being sought by police after reports of a near miss between a drone, his drone, and a plane. It was a flyby passenger aircraft carrying 62 people. Oof. And this was in uh, Cornwall, uh, in England, there. Wow. Uh, two miles from the airport. It was flying at 900 feet. It was coming in for a landing. And this guy came up right alongside oh. it, but real close. You know, he came right toward it and then started going parallel to it as if he's not going to get anybody's attention thing gets sucked into an engine it's over in a yeah. second it's a, it's, yeah. it's there's no recovering from that oh boy yeah, yeah. oh Fuck yeah Woo! yeah yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> oh Mahler, he loves that stuff yeah yeah yes yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. baby <laughs> Strap in, kids. It's going to get bumpy. It's yeah. time for news from the clown car. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, man, what a week. Protesters interrupted the yam more than a dozen <laughs> times during a speech at the Detroit Economic <laughs> Club where it laid out its economic policies. The yam. <laughs> yeah. Hillary followed with her economic speech <laughs> soon afterwards and both promised to create jobs, cut taxes, and, and strengthen the economy so we would be such a great country. Oh, we'll be so we great. would stomp on everyone else. It's going to be so great. And everybody would be prosperous. <laughs> it was amazing. I'd vote for either of these people. They made such strong cases that their plan is the best. So they actually were at an event side by side. I, this may be the first. <laughs> no, I mean, want. not like literally, but they were back to back, I assume. Or uh, a day apart, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, a day apart. And Hillary was sense. saying there's a Trump loophole that that covers his company, so he doesn't. He pays even less taxes. Yeah. He wants to 
cut business taxes down to 15%. Right. But there's no real plan. It's no. just kind of like, I'm going to cut that. But you don't <laughs> figure out, well, when you cut that, you are not going to have revenue. Yeah. The you know, $600 billion that that 6% or 20% represents that, that takes care of particular programs that you say you like. Yeah. Like Donald said, he wouldn't cut any childcare support. Well, so you're going to cut a whole bunch of money from one place that yeah. probably is supporting the child care programs. He d let's just disabuse everyone of the idea that he actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He can say things and he can say things that you may agree with. But it, and maybe he maybe there's a way to back this stuff up. But so far, it's just been stuff that he's pulled out of his butt. Yeah. I mean, it really has been. There's really not much. Yeah. So, okay, so... And the, you know. just for what it's worth, the YAM economic team has yeah. 13 men, no women, several billionaires, an Oklahoma oil baron, and a one-part-time professional poker player. <laughs> That's the guy I want to get behind right there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, what do you know? Gotta, yeah, it could be. Got to know when to hold yeah. them. Yeah. And one of the members is John Paulson, who made billions by betting against the housing market in the lead-up to the 2008 crash. Well, I guess that was a smart thing, but you know, it's not the type of person I want in government because what he's doing is interpreting information. And then if there's a crash, what's his response? To bet, <laughs> to bet against it. It's predatory. To bet in favor of yeah, the crash. Yeah, it's predatory. Yeah. And this goes to the heart of what the, uh, the issue, the main issue that I have with the current state of Wall Street, which is it does not create wealth. It used to be you put your money in the bank, you got a loan, you could build a business, buy a home. You were creating wealth. Yeah. They extract wealth out of the economy now. They yeah. look for ways to extract money from profitable enterprises and enrich themselves. Thereby, that, that's why there is this coagulation of all this money at the top because they're pulling it out, at, and they're smarter. They have better attorneys and better stockbrokers than any of us do, yeah. so they can do this, and that's what this clown is, is talking about. Not uh, you, that, that Paulson does. Sorry about that. I didn't mean that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, 50 Republican national security officials, including former top aides or cabinet members to President George W. Bush, signed a letter declaring the yam unfit <laughs> to be president. The letter calls the yam reckless. A reckless yam. <laughs> reckless and yam. says, unlike previous presidents who had limited experience in foreign affairs, yes. the insipid yam has shown no interest in educating himself. Nope. That's what they said. No interest in nope. educating himself. He continues to display an alarming ignorance of basic facts of contemporary international politics. Yep. Yeah. That's what he does. He does. Simply speaking, the yam is an idiot. <laughs> he's an idiot. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, he's not a complete no, no, idiot. No, no, he's a willful idiot. Yeah. He, just like Bush was was uninterested in knowing anything beyond what his his people told him. Yeah. He's uninterested. Bush is, yeah. I mean, Bush, um, Trump is apparently that same kind of guy. Well, he's a, he's an, he's a selfish yeah. idiot, too, yeah. because really he, he might be smart about enriching his own coffers. Yeah. yeah. But, but. Yeah. He's he's pulling the wool over everyone's eyes with his insipidness. Right, insipidness. One of the one of the main reasons that Trump claims to be rich, and he may, he has he has more money than I do. I know he's he's rich by standards, anyone's standards. He gets people to invest in his projects, and at some point declares bankruptcy. In the meantime, he's been sucking all the money out of it. Kind of pyramid. -y, you he know? is very much. He's a he's a walking talking pyramid. Is yeah. what this guy is. And that's it. That's why he's rich. 
and and official. Dad gave him a million dollars. From the U.S. Secret Service. Yeah. Official. Confirmed the agency spoke to the Yams campaign about the Yams comment at a rally where he suggested that gun right advocates assassinate his rival Hillary. Now, people are saying he really didn't say that. Uh, the, uh, but uh, he said that Hillary wants to abolish, essentially abolish, because they caught him on that a little bit before. She really doesn't want to abolish any Second no. Amendment rights. No, she doesn't. And it, so he put in the word essentially, so he has some wiggle room, I guess. But yeah. She doesn't want to abolish anything. She, mm-hmm. she, she wants to put judges on the Supreme Court that might decide that walking in with an AR-15 yeah. uh, is, is not a good idea into a Kmart with an AR-15. Right. That's what she right. wants, and right. she wants to have testing maybe if you're going to be uh, maybe carrying a gun or wouldn't, maybe wouldn't like you get a you have a car you have to yeah. be trained yeah. how to use the car wouldn't that be a good idea yeah, they, they do it i mean they, they, NRA responsible does gun yeah. owners do it all the time and why can't we just make a little kind of yeah. dmv for uh, department of of guns nobody says when you have to wear seat belts that they're coming for our cars yeah. right nobody made that argument right so he says Hillary wants to uh, essentially abolish Second Amendment yeah, wrong. By right, the right. way, if she gets to pick, if she gets to pick her judges, nothing you can do, folks. Nothing you can do. Although, although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is. I don't know. Right. The, to me, that was very obvious that he was calling on the Second Amendment people right. who have access to guns. But he denied these uh, conversations with the Secret Service even took place, that they even warned him about this. Right. And uh, his campaign issued a statement saying he wasn't referring to the Second Amendment supporters exercising their Second Amendment rights by picking up a gun, but to their amazing spirit and great political power. Right. By the way, there's a there's a it, within the sort of outer edges of the gun movement or gun people, there is a, the memes. These sort of they they come up they keep coming up. And distrust of government is obviously a big thing for them. Yeah. And one of their one of their things is something called rooftop voting. Ah. And this is something that it's not something that just popped up, but this has been around for a while. The idea that you can make a difference by being a sniper somehow, some way. But it's it. I mean, being a sniper. Yeah, it's called rooftop voting. Is what they call it. It's a it's a it's a euphemism for killing people. Yeah. Now, have they killed anybody? I'm not making that claim. But this has been something that the, the, the militia types and those people have been talking about for a long time. And this is something that's so troubling about Trump is he knows this stuff. He's smart enough to know that this is a dog whistle. Yeah. He's, and what this is, this to me is tantamount to putting a, a pistol on the table, revving up a bunch of people, and then walking out of the room. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's essentially what's going on well, He's here. encouraging a suicide. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. Somebody's depressed. You yeah. see him in the corner. Oh, you that's know, too bad. You know. Well, here's a gun. Yeah. You know, is it really worth it? Really, ask yourself, is it really worth it? Here, yeah. you know, you I do don't what know. You, do what I don't you know need if to it's do. worth it. Yeah. yeah do, I mean, I'm not <laughs> telling you to do anything, but here it is. Here's the gun. Uh, yeah, by the way. Meanwhile, Hillary embraced her recent endorsement by war criminal uh, John Negroponte, the former dictator of national intelligence, or I say director. I said dictator, actually. You should Director said. of national intelligence under George W. Bush. Negroponte also served as U.S. ambassador to Honduras, the staging ground for the U.S.-backed Contras During in the Reagan Nicaragua. Exactly. He's a pig, by the way. Yeah. Negroponte. Yeah. He should have been in jail. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, Negroponte. She's looking for Kissinger's endorsement, too. I know. This is I, a very discouraging election here. I know. Yeah. I know. And, and Sanders called her on it, and she she went. She said, I think he's a great guy. Remember yeah. the debate when this when yeah. came up? 
and, and Kissinger. And, yeah. yeah, Kissinger and Sanderson. I think the guy belongs in jail. But yeah, uh, in Houston, the Green Party nominated Jill Stein for president and uh, Jammu Baraka as her running mate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's, good luck let's, with that. Yeah, good luck yeah. with that. By the way, one quick thing about Trump. I'm just going to say this because a lot of people are talking, speculating that at some point he may just walk away. He's just, he's not going to be, he's considered viable. His poll numbers are now down around 38%. If he gets to 35, there's a, honest to God, there's a real, real chance that he will be, that the election will be a landslide, that the Republicans will be wiped out. If I'm Donald Trump, I, this is what I do. I say, because you know he doesn't want to spend any of his money on a losing campaign. You know he's not going to spend his own money. I'm, if I'm Donald Trump, I go to the Republicans and say, you're, you're going to finance my campaign. Give me $200 million and I'll run a credible campaign for president. We all know I'm not going to win, but I'm not going to use my own money to lose. And, and, and give me the $200 million and I'll play this thing out. And at least your down ticket people won't be impacted as badly as, as it would if I just walk away. He has tremendous leverage. If he suddenly decides, I'm out of here, after the ballots have been printed, which is going to happen in two or three weeks, all of a sudden the scenario gets real dark for the Republicans. They could literally have no presidential candidate and no one will vote for the down-ticket people. Uh, I'm just saying. And this speculation was brought to you by Sheldon Abbott. Cheering for the Blues every Monday at 10 a.m. Tim Canova, who's running against former National uh, Democrat National Committee Chair Debbie Wasserman Schultz, he uh, filed a complaint against her yes. uh, with the FCC. Uh, you know, she stepped down after all those emails revealed that they were throwing the primaries uh, in favor of Hillary. Yeah. And Canova's campaign said the complaint alleges that Schultz used her position with the DNC and the resources of the DNC to benefit her congressional campaign, too. Right. Newly released State Department emails are raising questions about the close ties between the Clinton Foundation and the State Department <sighs> during Clinton's time as Secretary of State. They got emails there that include uh, communications between the foundation, State Department advisors. There's a couple people there, Huma Abedin and lawyer Cheryl Mills. The Clinton Foundation asked Abedin and Mills for a favor in helping a foundation, the foundation associate, a, a, a foundation associate yeah. land a job at the State Department. In another email, a foundation executive wrote to the two asking for help putting a billionaire foundation donor in touch with the U.S. ambassador in Lebanon. Yeah. And the Clinton campaign says this has nothing to do with Hillary. Right. Well, yeah. that's possible, but it still yeah. sounds and it looks bad. Yeah. Uh, newly declassified State Department documents show that war criminal Secretary of State Henry Kissinger oh, there you go. and Argentina's military dictatorship, which... Uh, ruled the country from 76 to 83, were in cahoots. Of course they were. Yeah. The documents show how Kissinger thwarted the State Department's efforts to stop the mass killings by instead praising Argentina's military leaders in 1978, saying they were doing a great job and wiping out terrorist forces. We had terrorism back then. Kissinger made the comments while visiting Argentina for the, for, uh, the World Cup in 78 as a personal guest of Junta leader General Harge. Jorge, Jorge, uh-huh. uh, Videla, yeah. Yeah. who presided over the disappearance of as many as 30,000 people. Yeah. yeah. Kissinger is a pig. He's a pig. He's, he's, a, he's like a pig plus. He's over uh, uh, Negroponte as far as I'm concerned. This is the guy, just for real, going way back, this is the guy that encouraged Richard Nixon to bomb Haiphong and Hanoi purely to undermine 
the Vietnamese will to live or will yeah. will to uh, fight. We're talking about civilian Civilians. Bombing. Yeah, it was For, at Dresden. The, the, it was the Christmas. It was the week of Christmas yeah. when they bombed the crap out of North Vietnam. Yeah. No military reason whatsoever, just to kill a lot of people. A Justice Department investigation concluded uh, Baltimore police have carried out a practice of racially discriminatory policing by systematically stopping, searching, and arresting wow. black residents at a disproportionate rate. This because of the Freddie Gray, investi Freddie Gray right. investigation. Yeah. In Los Angeles, community members held a vigil to mourn the death of a 14-year-old Mexican-American. That was uh, Jesse Romero, who was killed by police. Uh, police said they were responding to a graffiti call. You really can't go in there with guns ablazing to a graffiti call. No. You gotta tone it down a little bit. They shot and killed Romero after he ran and fired a gun. It sounded like he was trying to get rid of his gun. Witnesses said he threw the gun, he hit the ground and went off, and right. the police shot him dead. Right. He's trying to get yeah. over a wall and he threw, threw yeah. the gun away. In Raleigh, North Carolina, a white man who claimed he was on a neighborhood watch shot and killed a 20-year-old black man after telling the 9-11 dispatcher, we got a bunch of hoodlums out here racing. I'm going to outside to secure my neighborhood. Yes. Going to secure his neighborhood by shooting someone. He just randomly walked. Yeah, he, he just sat in his garage and shot a 20 year old uh, guy who was black. Yeah, who was walking home from a party. Yeah. He's going to be charged with first degree murder. In Chicago, hundreds of protesters marched through the streets and blocked traffic in a series of demonstrations following the release of a video showing the fatal police shooting of an unarmed black teenager, Paul O'Neill. In a video, police are seen shooting repeatedly at the car O'Neill was driving, which police say was stolen. And then they handcuffed him after he was bleeding. Either bleeding out, and they usually handcuff him at that point. Yeah, that to seems know. to be a real pattern. Yeah. They shoot somebody, they're bleeding. Obviously, they're yeah. incapable of, of responding or attacking, yeah. and they handcuff them. In Missouri, lawyers have sued 13 St. Louis area cities, arguing the cities are violating poor citizens' rights by locking them in jail over minor traffic violations. It's kind of a, what they called a uh, police state and debtor's prison. Yeah. Is even when they're, they're in prison, they're required to pay these fines that they can't afford, so they're fined because they can't pay the fines, so they owe more money. And they're in than, jail longer. Yeah. A federal <sighs> appeals court struck down the Federal Communications Commission's effort to expand municipal broadband claiming the local agencies cannot guarantee provision of Internet service to the public. Uh, this goes contrary to anything smart here. It's uh, against public interest, bad reading of the law. It's a setback for the Internet as a public utility. And yeah. also uh, against FCC Chairman Tom Wheeler, who is surprisingly good so far. He yeah. was yeah. pulling for this kind of thing, where yeah. we'd have a municipal, as, in as much as we have a water supply, we have an Internet supply. Absolutely. Barclays Bank agreed to pay $100 million in a settlement with 44 U.S. states for rigging LIBOR. LIBOR. That was the interest rate. They just right. pumped the interest rate up when they wanted. And this is the, a centralized uh, entity that sets rates around the world for, yeah. for lending and borrowing and all kinds of stuff. Another former Fox News host accused former Fox chair Roger Ailes of sexual harassment. And he's, there's 20 women there that have accused him of this. Uh, New, this all has happened while New York Magazine is reporting that Ailes ran his own back room operation out of Fox News, where he used Fox money to hire private detectives and political operatives who carried out Ailes' personal campaigns, sending private detectives to tail journalists who had been saying bad things about him. Yeah. 
Yeah, and meanwhile, he received, uh, he resigned in July, and he's getting $20 million in severance. And the, the, me, $40 million, sorry about uh, that. $40 million. This is the good, good news uh, story. This is the feel-good story of the week for me uh, because uh, I'm watching Fox, and Fox is really starting to, to circle the drain. Yeah. They've really lost their way, and it didn't take long. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's good news. In Wisconsin, appeals court suspended a July ruling that struck down parts of Wisconsin's voter ID law. So now it's going to be harder to vote in Wisconsin. Yes. Scott Florida Senator Marco Rubio said that women infected with the Zika virus should not have a right to abortion. Even though, I mean, it's a horrible disease that their children end up with. What state was this? I'm sorry. Rubio. Marco Rubio. Oh, Marco Rubio. Oh. That's what he said. The U.S. government refused again to allow the use of marijuana for medical purposes. This is a joke. And they won't reclassify it. Yeah, they won't reclassify. So it's Schedule 1. It's the same as heroin. The decision is at odds with 25 states and D.C., which have passed laws allowing some kind of use of marijuana. The DEA did say that it would begin allowing researchers and drug companies to use pot grown in other places besides their special University of Mississippi stash. (laughs) it's just it's just so arcane and if i were if i were a young person yeah i would just be completely if you you want an example of how stupid your government is look no further than the dea the chancellor of the university of california davis resigned after an investigation concluded she violated multiple multiple university policies that would be chancellor linda katehi who spent at least $175,000 to try and scrub the internet of criticism following the 2011 pepper spraying of student protesters by yes, campus police. That you remember famous that? famous picture of the, yeah. Yeah, even though she's resigned as chancellor, she'll be a, uh, at the university as a full-time faculty member. Sure she will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard to get off that tenure line. Huh? No, no. That's, and a uh, California sex toy company built the world's largest dildo. Yeah. I'm... I'm really not sure that was a good idea, but really? go ahead. tell me why that was a good idea. What? The world's largest dildo. <laughs> Mahler finally caught on. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, sleeping. Yeah. Well, I think he may have seen it. That's what yeah. caused that reaction. It was huge. Yeah. 12 footer. It's a 12 footer. Yeah. Okay. I, they just wanted publicity. Enough and we, said, I yeah. thought I'd give it to them without yeah. mentioning their name. Yeah. A McDonald's of the future with all you can eat French fries. Think about that, Mike. Wow. All you can eat French fries. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? It opened in Mississippi. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Sorry. Didn't mean to say that. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense now. Why? Why? It why, opened why, in Mississippi. Why? Why? why. Uh, okay. We got a couple of minutes here. I was trying to blow through that. You did. Yeah. Uh, and you, yeah. Um, well, it's just a lot of unsavory things going on, but there usually are. There's plenty of good things happening. Plenty of good oh, things. Oh, there's plenty of good things. <laughs> there's a all-you-can-eat French fry franchise in Mississippi. And the 12-foot dildo. And the 12-foot dildo. So don't say to me on the street, you guys only talk about negative stuff. Yeah. I don't want to hear that crap anymore. Uh-uh. uh-uh. I don't know. Oh, um, just this week happened to be the anniversary of the uh, hydrogen bomb being dropped in Nagasaki. Oh, yeah. I just thought I'd throw that in there. That's good. Sort of a red thing, yeah. Uh-huh. A couple hundred thousand civilians died. But That's horrible. Yeah. So there. Uh, yeah. Anniversary. You like those anniversaries. Well, I'm just you? saying, it was, it just happened to be the anniversary of Nagasaki. And I and I know this this is going to sound so anti American, and I don't really mean it to sound as anti American as this going to sound. That's what is that? My pen that's leaking. Is that what it is? My I thought that was toothpaste. Leaking. Oh, okay. My wow. My pen is leaking. Wow. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, and that is. 
we we rightfully are very upset we should be about uh, the spread of nuclear technology and nuclear weapons yeah. and how many there are in the world uh -huh. and there's thousands of them and the the potential and we you know we never want to see those things used yeah and i know that people will argue this point uh-huh but we're the only country that's actually deployed them uh-huh we're the only ones yeah now people will say well we were the only way you could end the world war in, with japan was this this was it yeah. The drop, drop, dropping of the bomb in Hiroshima was the way that we prevented hundreds of thousands of American soldiers from dying. Uh -huh. And he, I'll concede it. I don't actually, I would argue it, but I would concede it. But I, I, to this day, do not understand, and no one has been able to convince me in any way, okay, Hiroshima, Nagasaki then feels to me completely like a war crime. There was no reason in the world to drop a second bomb. We you made it. your point. We had it. We had it, yeah. and the difference and was, was in, one was it, atomic it, it, and it, one was hydrogen. And it was and those, in the pipeline. And it was in the pipeline. And we wanted to test it. Right. So I'm just saying, America bash here. I am an America basher when it comes to this. This one really upsets me. And I think because it was hydrogen and the first one was atomic. Yeah. I think that's the main reason. And we didn't care that about 125,000, 135,000 people perished with, within a, a second. So I, I just, yeah, that's all. I just want to throw that in there because people talk about that. We're the only country that's used them, and I think we need to keep that in mind every once in a while. Couldn't we have just kind of blown it up in the ocean and, like, radiated their... Godzilla? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know. No, oh, it's you know, And, and no, we yeah, maybe we... take out, you know, the, the, there'd be a tidal wave maybe or something like that, right, but right. just kind of something a little bit downplayed. Yeah. So look out there. Right. This is awesome. Right. You want You're... more of this? Yeah. You know, put, and put it on... We tested them for years into the late 50s and early 60s. We tested them on on atolls yeah. in the Pacific, yeah. we, why couldn't we have done that? Yeah. Bring, say, peace, time out for a second, bring the Japanese leadership onto a boat, you know, 100 miles from there and detonated one of those oh, things. Just, yeah, a place where somebody was vacationing, you know? Right, somebody exactly. Must, yeah. So I, I, it just, it, it galls me when, I, and, and some say, it well, it galls me to think that we're so righteous about uh, about our morality and our foreign policy and all that stuff that we, I just, it, it, it always sticks in my craw that we, that we claim to be this moral high ground, and we really just, it was a war crime. I, I don't see it any other way. All right. And finally, 1,040 robots in China danced in unison for over a minute. 1,040. Yes. 1,040 dancing in unison, surpassing the previous world record of 540 yeah. dancing robots. <laughs> can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.